0: boo fam welcome to peaking season two i'm jess your host and every other thursday i'll be here talking to myself and my guests about low moments in life that are opportunities to grow it's the same stuff we did last season but this time i'm realizing that it's a little bit more self-help for me than it is for you self-help that doesn't take itself too seriously that's what Peking's all about thanks for being here and i've missed you let's see what we got in store this season on peaking Boo fam. Hi. Oh my gosh, this is weird. I haven't done this in months. When was the last episode I recorded? It was in August of 2021. We are now in January of 2022. It's Monday, January 3rd. And I'm starting the year off right with my booze. Actually, at the top, I said Boo fam. I don't even know if I've talked about that name on the pod itself. I've definitely used it on Instagram, but one of our boos at the end of last season DM'd me and started referring to us as the Boo Fam because I had been calling you guys Fam and I had been calling you guys my boos, and I thought it was perfect because it just is. So that's what we're using now. I'm gonna—I'll probably use all three at some point or another, but we are the Boo Fam. I'd like to start thinking of us in those terms. So thanks for the journey that you've been on with me to come to a solid ground when it comes to our name. Um, I feel good about it. Guys, I have so much and so little to say all at once today. I actually, I haven't written anything down for this episode. I'm going to see how it goes. Potentially I'll re-record with an outline, but I wanted to see what would happen if I just talked and kind of caught you guys up on where I've been for the past few months and how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking about going into the new year. Um, There's a lot of different things I could cover, and I'm just trying to figure out where to start. Do you hear me buying time for myself? This is me buying time. It's something that I got good at in consulting where somebody will ask you a question. This, this comes in handy in job interviews too. Somebody asks you a question and you need to buy time to think of your answer and you kind of like repeat the question back to them. You're like, that's a great question. You know, how do we approach X, Y, Z thing? And really that whole time you're in your brain thinking about how you're going to answer it. That's kind of what I'm doing right now, booze. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to tell you. I guess we'll start with where we left off. So my last episode of season one was my favorite. And that's no shade to any of my other episodes, any of my other guests. Um, They were all amazing in their own way and they all built on one another. And the reason that the final episode was my favorite was because I feel like by the end of the season, I was really comfortable hosting and interviewing and Um, I also really enjoyed the topic that we covered on sobriety with Josie. Um, If you didn't get to listen to that one, you really should. It is not just relevant to people who are thinking about becoming sober or struggling with any sort of addiction. It's it's actually widely relevant and, and something that I think will help a lot of people no matter the situation they're in, just in terms of, you know, growing through pain and peaking, as we say. So that's where I left you guys. And then I told you that you know, my vision for the next few months was really to focus on a job search. Maybe I didn't tell you that. I don't know. My vision for those next few months was to focus on a job search and come back to peaking eventually. I definitely wanted to come back. But I thought, let me put this down for a little. I now have eight episodes. I can reflect on it as a body of work, and I can think about how I want to do things differently or how I want to continue. And hopefully, I'll also get a job, and I can figure out how to fit work life and career in with this side hustle and hobby, because I want to be able to do both. So over the the past few months, I've been applying for jobs. I've had peaks and valleys with it, of course. I I haven't landed a job yet that I'm excited about. um, So I haven't haven't taken anything yet. I'm still in the search, in the thick of it. I've been feeling a little bit frustrated about how long it's taking, if I'm being honest with you. I think the holidays definitely interrupted. You know, nobody's really interested in having a networking call or talking to a job candidate when they're just trying to be home with their family and also dealing with a never-ending pandemic Uh, so, you know, the last few weeks have been a little slow with the job search, but I'm going to hit the ground running in the new year. I have a lot of follow-up emails to send. (laughs) That being said, I also started to realize that my mindset around hitting pause on peaking to go find a job was kind of counterintuitive to what I was trying to achieve and what some of my goals are. Because my goals really are to move forward in my next chapter of life and be able to do all these things at once. I want to have a career, at least, well, I always want to have a career, but right now I view that as probably going back to the corporate world um, and probably going back to healthcare and digital health and the stuff I was doing before, but not not in a consulting role and you know, there are things that I'm looking for different in my next opportunity, but there's also a lot of it that's, that feels like returning to the trajectory that I had been on. And that's okay because I also want to keep doing the podcast. I also want to keep finding ways to do comedy. And I'm hoping that all those things, like if you could see me right now, I'm kind of creating, I'm kind of lifting my hand from bottom to top, like a zero to a hundred. If we're looking at like a bar chart, Type of thing, and I'm like, if my career continues to grow upward and I continue to learn a lot from the working world, you know, because I am a really business minded person, and I think I like to be in corporate settings where I get to see how a business is run and how leadership does things well and how they don't do things well, and how teams work together, how to mentor people and help them grow in a working environment all of that stuff's really interesting to me, like the actual organizational psychology of it, I think is really interesting. And that's a whole topic in and of itself. Um, I love Adam Grant. If you listen to his podcast, Work Life or any of his content, it's really, that stuff is interesting. So, you know, an aspect of what I want to achieve is like growing my knowledge of that stuff. But at the same time, I want to keep growing my aptitude for podcasting and comedy and growing this audience and growing this community. And just, if nothing else, it, even if it doesn't grow, even if it all stays exactly the same, I still want to keep doing it because I really get satisfaction from it and fulfillment and connection. And so I want these things to be happening in parallel. And then my long-term dream and vision and something that I really think is attainable is like eventually these these two parallel bark Charts are growing up and up and up next to each other and eventually they converge and they they merge at the top into like a little... I'm forming like a tower with my hands. Um, and I find a way to bring together my, you know, business-mindedness with, um, with my creative side and with my passion for doing this stuff and just chatting and shooting the shit. Like, I've always said... I know that there's a way to bring together my passions for mental health and for comedy, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with peaking. But I also forget about the fact that I'm passionate about business and leadership, and I think I'm really good at that stuff. I've always thought that I would be somebody who might start my own business or be a really early um, member, founding member of a startup or create my own brand, which I guess peaking is like, you know, could become that. And so I want to bring all those things together. Like how can I create a brand or a company or something, a movement? Is that too bold? I don't think anything's too bold. Using all these assets that I have and all these passions that I have and interests that I have. So that's really the vision. I feel like I hit pause on peaking to apply for jobs and then I wanted to get back to that vision once I had the job locked down. And now that it's taking longer than I thought it would, I'm kind of like, Okay, the whole idea, Jess, was to do all these things at once. So just start doing them all at once. And I do think there's something to be said for creating that momentum, too. Like, I think I've talked to you guys about how I really believe in speaking things into existence and how at the start of peaking, it was just kind of a domino effect once I started talking about it. Like, everything from, you know, voicing that I wanted to quit my job and I wanted to start a podcast to, then getting the idea for the podcast and starting to put things into motion. Then getting an opportunity to partner with a comedy studio on the podcast, which I didn't end up doing, but it really still created like a impetus to keep going and, and kept the momentum going. Then finally starting it. Then growing it, meeting Nikki Glaser and gaining a bunch of followers. Um, I'll never stop talking about that, by the way. We might be in a new year. And yes, that was the highlight of my 2021. And a lot of great things happened in 2021. But I do have to think that that's the highlight. Um, I'm not going to stop talking about it just because it's 2022. Because I wouldn't be, I don't know, it was like necessary for me to feel like I'm on the right track and I I should keep speaking these things into existence. I should keep building this momentum because something's, I feel like something's clicking and something's working. And then I just cut that off. And and I, I needed the break. I really did need the break. But I'm ready to get back to doing a lot of things at once and building the momentum again because I think that's when I see progress happening. (sighs) What else do I need to say to you? There's so much. I guess reflecting on 2021 a little bit now that I just said the word progress. it's It's so interesting because... I feel like I made a lot of progress in 2021 in ways that are not the typical ways that we think of progress, or at least not the typical ways that I had in the past. You know, you spend so long in school and then working that those become the only measures of progress and growth in a way, like getting promotions, making more money, getting a new job, moving to a new city because of a job, getting a master's degree, or whatever level of education is next for you, um, but just speaking about myself, like, those on paper have been, like, the metrics of success and progress. In my heart, they never have been. Like, when people ask me, sometimes I'm asked, I I, I got a career coach um, during my time away from Peking over these last few months. She's somebody that I used to work with, actually, and she's really awesome and has helped me a ton in my perspective and and just guiding me along the journey you know she's not only helping me with my job search she's helping me with like the whole view of what i want for my future and what was my point in bringing her up guys oh my god i haven't done this in a while let me have a sip of coffee okay my point is that before working with my career coach she, she sent me like a survey and um one of the questions was what are some of your biggest accomplishments in life so far or name your top three biggest accomplishments or something like that. And, you know, obviously it runs through my head like, okay, I could say graduating from this university or getting my master's degree or doing this or doing that. I wrote down going to therapy, starting with a personal trainer, starting with a personal trainer a second time. (laughs) And note, I didn't write losing X amount of weight I wrote starting with a personal trainer or starting therapy or consistently going to therapy or whatever. But I've never measured myself and my worth on like the typical metrics. But because that's the way that our world seems to work, it's really hard for me to make sense of my brain being very okay with me having, with me interpreting progress as like self-growth. But with the world not seeing it that way. I think that's something that I ran into a lot over these last few months was like, and just looking back on last year in general, like I've made a lot of progress. I've accomplished a lot from a personal perspective in the last year, but at the same time, it feels like I've just been sitting in my apartment. And that's not true, but it just, it can feel that way because I'm not, I mean, even if I was working, To be fair, even if I had been working this past year, I would have just been sitting in my apartment because everybody was working from home or in the industry that I'm in, I I would have been working from home. So I kind of wonder if this resonates with you guys, even if you weren't doing the whole time off unemployment thing. My accomplishments were like quitting my job, starting a podcast Taking a solo road trip, meeting Nikki Glazer, turning 30. I, that's not even an accomplishment. I didn't do anything for that. I just lived another day. But hey, sometimes living another day is an accomplishment. Um, I did do stand up. I actually meant to update you guys on that because I think my last episode was right before I was going to do stand up at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. That was really awesome. Um, I did turn the package story. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to, I believe, the second to last episode of my first season, where I tell a story about how difficult it is to mail packages. Um, I did turn it into stand up material. I also turned a lot of my unemployment and finding myself time off, you know, anecdotes into stand up material. It was really great. I ended up making 20 bucks, which was cool. I've never been paid to do comedy before. I never tried to be paid for what it's worth. Like I didn't know that this show that I was going to be on would pay me either. But uh she handed me a $20 bill at the end. I kept the $20 bill. I still have it. I will not be spending that. Um that's like memorabilia. Unless I whatever in extraneous circumstances I may need to spend that $20, but knock on wood, hopefully I won't have to. Um, (laughs) Okay, other accomplishments. I moved into a new place. It's so much bigger. I love it. It's kind of my dream apartment. I bought a car. And then this is where I start to feel guilty, right? Because I'm like, these things cost money. And I'm really fortunate and privileged to be able to afford taking this much time off and not only afford the time off, but afford like investing in myself in these ways and spending more. I started with a personal trainer, like I referenced earlier, and that costs money. I feel like in a lot of ways, like these are signs of progress, but they also don't have to do with career. But they do because they're setting me up. I feel like I'm setting up the life I want to live and that should be enough. And it is enough for me, but is it enough for you? I, I mean, I shouldn't care if it's enough for you. But there's always that voice in your head that's like, what are other people going to think? And how's this going to look? And I think I've talked a little bit about this too. Like, that's something that kind of plagues me. I really want to be a person who doesn't care what other people think. And I think in certain ways I am that. Like, I'm, I really do think I'm unapologetically myself. And I... That means I'm silly, I'm goofy, I'm introspective, I cry, I laugh, I, you know, show the range of emotions that I want to show at any given time. I, I, I love to be all of the above. I love to show off one minute and then make fun of myself the next. And, like, that's me being me and showing a full spectrum of human emotion. And I, I do think I'm myself as much as I possibly can be. But even if I am myself, it doesn't mean there isn't the voice in my head that's like, what are other people thinking? I'm still doing it. That's more than some people can say, but I wonder about, you know, judgments from external sources like anybody else does, and I I do think now that I'm saying this out loud, I do think I've talked to you guys about it because I referenced Bo Burnham's special from last year called Inside, um, where he really takes a look at that from the perspective of a comedian. He's like, you know... I want to do comedy because it's what I love to do and it's, and it's me being weird and we, me being myself and me not caring what other people think and just letting that out there. But at the same time, me putting it out there to make other people laugh or to get money from other people or whatever else his goals are is inherently caring what other people think or doing something for other people's approval. Like That's something that's always in my head with this because peaking is really personal to me And I feel like it's me, but I'm putting it out there to be judged. So there's an element of like, I want you to like it. It's me, but I want you to like it. Do you like it? You know, it's one of those. Speaking of do you like it, this is all over the place. (laughs) But I kind of, I'm vibing, whatever. This is what we're doing today. Just having a coffee chat with Jess. I'm also um, burning my newest spike candle The scent is rich mahogany in honor of Ron Burgundy, who is one of, if not my favorite, movie characters of all time. I was gonna just say characters, but that's a really bold claim, but he probably still is. um, Anchorman, if you don't know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what that reference is, then you need to, I'm not gonna say you need to get out because we're accepting here, but you need to spruce up. You need to, you better shape up because I need a man. that's a Grease reference. Okay, I'm going to stop referencing things and then telling you that I'm referencing them. I, I, I just sometimes reference things and then I'm like, my mom's listening to this and I don't know if she's going to get the reference. And so mostly it's for my mom. Hi, mom. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Am I going to pause again and see what I was talking about? Probably. Hold, please. Okay, we're back. And this is what I was about to tell you. I ran a poll, a series of polls, about a month ago on my Instagram asking you guys for help on peaking. I asked you a few questions. I think one of them was around the frequency of episodes. I think we're all comfortable with bi weekly, so I'm gonna keep it that way for now, every other week. I don't think anyone had a real preference on the day or time. I did get a comment that said they liked the morning drop because then they could listen to it on their morning walk. So I'm gonna stick with. Thursday mornings, I know there was one episode last season that I dropped at midnight because it was my birthday episode, and really it was not actually because of that, it was because I was procrastinating. Um, I won't do that. I'll I'll stick to the Thursday, 8 a.m. Central, I believe is what I've been doing, 9 a.m. Eastern every other week. Um, I asked you guys if you like my guests being my friends and just kind of random everyday people or if you wanted to see more public figures. And some people said they wanted some public figures in there, but the majority said they liked that it was everyday people, which I was kind of surprised by. But I'm going to take it as, you know, that's not what you get on most podcasts uh, that you probably listen to. And so if that's what you get here and you like that it's just a conversation between two pals, then I I see you. And I would hope to make any conversation, even if it was somebody with little a little bit more of a following or a public name or something. I would hope to make any of them feel, you know, friendly and casual, but heard heard you loud and clear. So we're going to try to keep it, you know, normies as much as we can. That being said, if I have an opportunity to interview Barack Obama, I'm not going to say no. Or Oprah, who are my dream interviews? That's a question for another time because we're going on a lot of tangents today. What are the other questions I asked you on my poll? I think I asked, well, I'm always asking you guys for topic ideas, and you're really unhelpful. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) You know, I talked to one of my friends about this, and she said it's really hard to just answer the question, what topics do you want covered? But if you give us categories, then we can maybe ask you specific questions pertaining to those categories. And I thought that that was a good point. So I'm going to try to do that in the future. Um, as I engage with you online and see what you guys think but let me pull up my note here that says some of the ideas I had for season two topics okay one of them is burnout Um, that pertains a lot to career but I also think it pertains to dating I also think it just pertains to life (laughs) like especially in these winter months. I feel really torn right now because it's the new year and you want to feel motivated, but I don't. It's snowy and cold out and I just got over a stomach bug. I don't even know if I'm fully over it yet, to be honest. This coffee isn't really sitting quite right. Um, and I'm just kind of like, meh. I I have a lot of goals and aspirations and dreams, but I also feel tired all the time and feel, feel like I'm lacking motivation and I'm still catching up from burnout in so many areas of life. And I know that you guys all relate to that. So I think that that could be a topic. A big one that I've been wanting to talk about and that I've been kind of talking about on Instagram but haven't mentioned on here is body image. That's definitely going to be a topic. And I have a really cool idea for how to cover it. Just need to figure out the right guests. Yes, guests, plural. I think I want to do kind of like a, a forum of a couple people, um, to talk about that one. So if you're interested, if you're listening to this and you're like, I have a lot to say on any of these topics, please reach out because, you know, I want normal people. I want my listeners too, to be guests. So think of it that way. This is a space for all of us to converse. It's not just me and it's not just the people immediately in my network. Like reach out and tell me, Hey, I have a lot of thoughts on XYZ and If it makes sense, we'll do an episode, girl, boy, fam, uh, non-binary folks. Okay. Let's see. I think this will be a tricky one, but I would love to talk more about race, ethnicity. I think I have a unique perspective on this being someone who is – I don't know where I fall on that spectrum – my, my background is Lebanese, which is Middle Eastern. I think depending on who looks at me, they might see me as white or they might see me as non-white. If you're whiter than me, you might not think that I'm white. But if you're darker, then I'm, I'm a white person. I, I benefit from a lot of the privileges, most of the privileges, all the privileges <laughs> that white people do in this country um, unless I'm in certain settings. And then it's like, oh, she's, uh, she's ethnic. I don't know. I, I think it could be an interesting conversation. I have a lot of thoughts that are just, they're very personal. And I, I think I wouldn't want to approach that subject in the wrong way. Um, But again, if I got the right guests, mix of guests or, or one guest on to have an open conversation, I think we could learn a lot from each other. Um, another one I wrote down, ooh, speaking of my mom listening, there's a topic around reverting back to childhood ways when you're home. Honestly, this would have hit different around the holidays, so maybe, you know, maybe I need to time it right, and, and it doesn't make sense to do in the next few weeks, but we'll see. Um, I do think that I've talked to a lot of people about this, a lot of friends about this. I've talked to my therapist about this. There's something to be said for going home for the holidays and being back in, your, in the home where you were a teenager, being back under the roof of your parents and with your siblings and um, just like dynamics reverting a little bit to old ways even though you're all, you know, siblings are all mature grown adults who take care of themselves and um, the parents have also grown in, in ways too, but I think... I don't know. There, there's, a, there's a psychological thing that happens there, and I know this because I've done some reading on it and I've talked to my therapist about it, and I think it's interesting and relatable. So that could be a topic eventually. I was watching, this goes into my last topic on the list right now, um, I was watching Queer Eye all day yesterday, the new season. And, you know, the theme of that show is very much like you can't take care of others unless you can take care of yourself you can't love someone else until you love yourself, like those types of themes. I think those themes run true throughout peaking, but maybe to do a deep dive or talk specifically with someone whose story really resonates with that, um, I think that would be a nice topic as well. The new season of Queer Eye was great in my opinion. I watched it all day yesterday and cried a lot, like happy tears, It really moved me and was entertaining and was all the things. So, Okay, guys. I've been talking for 28 minutes. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know what was said. This was disorganized, but I kind of liked it. You know, another thing I'd like to know from you guys is do you want more structured episodes or do you like when I kind of ramble? I think I like when I ramble, but if you don't like it, I'm a slave to your opinion as we talked about. So just let me know. You can find Peking on Instagram at Peking Podcast or online PekingPodcast.com. Feel free to reach out to me, PekingPodcast at gmail.com. And let's be honest, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't want some followers for myself. So you can find me, your host, Jess DeBakey, at DeBakey on Instagram. Follow, follow, follow. Share with your friends. Let me know what you want to talk about next and... Can't wait to see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, fam. Bye. I know that a lot of you guys have been wanting me to tell more personal stories and specifically dating stories. Um, As I said, my mom listens to this. And so there are reasons that I don't dive too deep into a lot of that. But I mean, there's just some funny content.